Greetings, salutations, and welcome to the channel for all your relationship needs. Too long have a woman been left out in the cold, desolate with a deception fed to them about who they are, how they should live, what they should do and say, even where they should go, and who they should choose to live their lives with. On this excursion, we will be dissecting and presenting authentic truth, revealing the illusions of the world as women are situated to operate from a position of strength. There is someone who cares about you and your future. My name is Kareem Ainsley, and I have been given charge to ensure that females are transformed into ladies and are cultivated into princesses to be prepared as a queen for her king. Enjoy and embrace the awakening as you listen, like, comment, share, subscribe, and turn your notifications on so you will be in the know. For those who have been moved by the Spirit to make open communication, feel free to do so using our VIP section, the comments. And if you'd like to reach out to me, the communication addresses are listed below. And for those whose hearts have been impressed to contribute to the ministry, you can do so using the information in the description. Thank you for your time and do enjoy edification, elevation, encouragement, empowerment, and emancipation as you allow yourself to assimilate the information within the context of a biblical understanding with the expectancy that you exercise wisdom in deciding your trajectory for now and eternity. We live in a world in which the perception of reality is more real than reality itself. Our topic of this course today is captioned dating or courting. Depend on which you choose, it will determine the trajectory of your life. However, I can assure you that it is never too late to change course. Woman, it is important that you be aware of the deception that has been intentionally set up for you. In the same manner, Eve was deceived in the garden. That stain of deception still lingers in our world today. You will have to once again choose which fruit you will consume. Contrary to what the culture teaches, dating is not a guarantee for a lasting, a lifelong relationship. It is actually a setup for an inevitable failed relationship with damaged individuals moving on to damage others, especially when not done under guidance. It should be noted that neither dating nor courting are words you can find in the Bible. But what I can admonish to you is that dating is a construct of the world to create an illusion of inclusion based on feelings. This practice is so designed to increase body counts, encourage uncommitment, leading to failed marriages and ultimately divorce and damage children who repeats the cycle. Courting, on the other hand, is a structured practice with a purpose based on principles 
which culminates into pure expression of affection. And providing that there are adequate supporting principles, it leads to marriage. Not just any type of marriage, but one that is long-lasting, one that is under covenant and not necessarily contract. Infatuation can be considered synonymous with dating. It is more carnal and sexual in nature. Even in the laws created by men, it indicates that in a dating relationship, there is the expectancy of sexual exchange, and as such, provisions are made for that. When you examine many countries' legal framework, you will realize that a dating relationship is actually a transactional relationship, a transactional interaction, and not necessarily a transformative relationship in which each individual is developed to become the best version of themselves. Would you want to be transferred as a transaction as money is transferred from one hand to another? Then why would you choose dating when there is an alternative which is more secure when done with divine guidance? Let us examine infatuation a little closer so we can understand the energy associated with dating. Infatuation is considered as an intense but short-lived passion for something or someone. So we see here where the woman can become objectified under the guise of infatuation and someone can lead now to idolatry. It is a state in which one being smitten is carried away by extravagant passion, developing strong romantic and platonic feelings. This is typically experienced in dating. Infatuation is sometimes referred to as puppy love, doggy doggy love, all those funny kind of love. And we realize that these aren't love, these are just knockoff. And for that reason, the relationships never last. Intellectual infatuations do exist as infatuation can be extended to activities, ideas, mindsets, and objects. The fleeting nature of this feeling does not qualify for love as it exists on no fundamental principles or moral. It is just based on I got the feeling and we know that feelings change as time changes but principles remain constant. Let us dive a little deeper. Infatuation comes from the French word fatuous, which means fool, foolishness, making fool to affect with folly, to weaken the intellectual power of, or to deprive of sound judgment. And this is as defined by the Webster's Dictionary. We see this is a counterfeit virtue of God made prominent by the work of Satan. This forgery in its primitive state is indistinguishable. In an effort to reduce a deviation from the original template, one must take time in process of testing. And when we speak about testing, we are not speaking about taste and buy. On this quest, the mind must be in a stable state or else an illusion will be created that is only a figment of the imagination causing great delusions and a feeling of inclusion. 
it causes one to fail to see that which is before, as one is floating on the cloud of misconstrued emotions. And I'm sure you know and have heard of cloud nine. This is a cloud filled with infatuation. This is not a cloud of love. If you ever think that you are suddenly in love and you have an overriding sense of better judgment, it could indicate infatuation. Feeling thrilled but not happy, longing to trust yet overwhelmed by suspicion in the absence of the infatuated object compromised with misery, jealousy, and a sense of incompleteness. I tell you, many individuals place themselves in compromising positions and seek after relationship with individuals who are in the clutches of the devil, believing that they can create any form of change in such an individual. That is a deception. We are not able to change people. It is only the Holy Spirit that can change, that has that capacity to evoke the change. Our duty is to be the light and plant the seed. We need to be reminded that what we do today is a contribution to the future because our lives are the subtotal of our choices. This indicates that it is imperative that we choose appropriately in the present in order to enjoy a desirable future. The young and aging population go on dates of various types, such as in rumbars, at the strip club, at other clubs, at parties, at the carnival, at the astrological gathering, and engage even in speed dating. The online dating eventually goes offline. These endeavors indicate a direction for which the end is already known. Why are these the only places that stimulate interest and participation? Could it be a reflection of who you are but have not yet realized? If you are engaged in a relationship with someone in any of these areas that conflicts with the Spirit of God, it would be unreasonable to expect them to make a radical transformation upon request. You should keep to a strict path while on this journey to secure your lineage, sanity, and peace. People are confused with what the world purports as acceptable with irrepressible consequences. Amidst the chaos of determining who you are, navigating your life's direction with its whirlwinds and with friends present only for a season, things should be simple enough, what are they? Then come the point of selecting someone to have a meaningful experience with. For those claiming liberation in the Western culture, joining the family in the Eastern culture. The society has placed the young in a vulnerable position to be scammed, robbed, and snuffed of their future, bombarding them with high sexual content 
preventing them from developing the character required to enjoy the best relationship and ushering them into quagmire-like relationship they are incapable of conducting. If the process of partner selection is done with naivety, it will not only create broken individuals, but also transfer the broken spirit into the family. And before long, there will be a societal epidemic of dysfunctional relationship. This is a time in which the selection process is made for your future. If the process leading up to the selection are not undertaken in a accordance with sound principles, then the rate of separation will continue to increase. It is possible to go through the process of selection once while having a family structure. This is better than what the world purports based on principles and moral purity. Selfishness and desires have overridden the consciousness to become the societal norm understanding the principles of a happy and healthy relationship you will become the exception in society as you will be equipped to function at a high level of consciousness elevated above sensationalistic stimulation as it relates to your future nothing can be taken for granted there is no going with the flow or things falling into place. You must make a diligent effort to reap value from the seed that is planted. Joy, bliss, solemnity, contentment, and holiness are some of the intended experience that you will enjoy when principles are invested. Dating as is practiced today, could be linked to the depravity of society and to the social and rational problems leading to criminal behavior and health problems and eventually mental and emotional damages coupled with the acceptance of physical abuse as humanity crashes on a downward trajectory. As humanity crashes on a downward trajectory, the word dating was invented in the 18th century. Prior marriages were arranged and had direct parental involvement and support. Contrary to our practice, there was the negligible open practice of trial marriages or concubinage. These practices are encouraged by the world's standard of dating today. The word courtship has been used to describe a model which is acceptable and should be used to safeguard against the snares of the world. The word dating to the innocent's eye would simply mean to go out at a particular time and date for a specific activity. Many will justify this practice by saying they can go on dates with family members, their friends, and strangers without any wrong implication, not realizing that the presentation of dating gives rise to an illusion of its consequences as most dates 
are unsupervised. They are without boundaries and appeal to sexuality. Regardless of your personal feelings about dating, you should question if romantic dating as the world presents it is the most efficient and effective utilization of your time. And if it is the directional tangent, your life is worth following. In the Western world, the 21st century census record revealed that 50 to 66% of marriages have at least one partner who has committed or is committing fornication and or adultery. More than 50% of marriages will end up in divorce. Research has shown that in dysfunctional families, there is an increased rate for children dropping out of schools or classes, having low self-esteem, and having an early introduction to sexual activity with less value placed on their relationships. Marriage rates have declined in the Western world, as it has now become socially acceptable to be a concubine and cohabit. If a man can have an illegal concubine legally, why would he choose to have a wife which comes with more responsibility legally? Think on these things. With the encouragement of dating by the world standards, it is acceptable to lust after a woman or a man and have a relationship without attachment. This encourages individuals to be unmarried and sexually active. Dating places a grossly low figure on the value of marriage, with people not realizing that these malpractices are fertilizing the destruction of individuals and society. People everywhere are carrying the burden of daddy and mommy issues, complaining about who left them and who stayed, destroying their future of marriage as intended because they are filled with premarital sex, sexually transmitted disease and infection, and emotional damages, the scars, and all because of dating, not done in accordance to God's constitution. The world has given us the results. As to dating, what does it lead to? It leads to more divorces. It leads to more separation. It leads to more destruction. Why would I subject my family as a woman to engage in a dating relationship? Not to mention it leaves a lot of bodies behind. What is your body count? How many bodies have been left behind? These are questions that you must think about before considering to engage in the world's standard of dating. But I have something better for you, something more tangible, something more meaningful, something that will not waste your time, something that will set your life up for the future you deserve. One which reduce complexity, one which is simple and straightforward. I tell you, simple sometimes is better. A person who understands his or her origin, worth, and purpose will seek to exercise the will of the originator. 
in all aspects of his or her life. Unnecessary attention is placed on the conquest of action while people fail to understand the process of the results. The relationships developed along the aging cycles are a defining factor as to the quality of life and in following a manual and learning from the miscalculations of others, one is poised for regret minimization. Synonymous with the dating is fornication, sexual immorality, and lust in the culture, which so many embrace. Most only go on date for a sexual release or to fulfill a fantasy. Going on dates with persons who are unknown, who have less than pure intention, can be a dangerous venture. We see in recent times, females have been abducted, females have been trafficked into sexual trafficking rings, females have been abused. Why? Because they went on these dates. Not saying that going out with someone that you have no idea who they are is safe. Not saying that it is unsafe either. But I want you to think for yourself to make that decision and that judgment. You have to be open and honest with yourself. The modern atmosphere encourages people to practice a false impression with a plan to deceive the other party as to their identity. If you are deceiving the person and the person is deceiving you, that is double deception taking place so nobody knows who is who. Whether this is done in private between two individuals or among peers, it can be destructive. Many interaction styles exist within the scope of dating and one such style is called group dating. This type of style where multiple persons of varying moralities, standards and boundaries exist can lead to appearance nightmares or to a childhood exposure to orgiastic behavior or the sexual act. Numerous reports of the ills manifested when dating is engaged in accordance with the world's standard and on the world's territory and treated as a game includes individuals who have been violated, drugged, assaulted, kidnapped, damaged, raped, or robbed of their purity, or even have lost their life. Is this something you want to subject yourself to? Is this something you'd want your children to be subjected to? Growing up without a mother? Not knowing who their father is? The shortfall of dating is observed most graphically in the transition to marriage and is seen in a broken and a destructive relationship. The sacredness of intimacy is not maintained. The final selected partner will only experience a piece of the whole as the other partner goes on a quest for variety, shared things that were not meant to be shared, the experience of intimate hugging and kissing, sexual exploration, physical, emotional, and spiritual bonding, the bringing up of a child or children, and even cohabiting should be reserved for the marriage union without reconnaissance in the dating mating season. Let us examine the three main failures of dating culture. Most young people engage in this practice of dating because it has become the cultural norm. It gives them misdirection and the media indicates what they should should not do and what they say they should do is in error. 
because it violates them and take away their innocence. Sex, predominant uh, confrontation with immorality has influenced the sexual appetite. The media has uh, bombarded us with all sexual images, graphic and seductive. This allures us into places that we need not be. It creates emotional compromise in judgment and impedes our ability to think for ourselves. That there is a job of the media, that there is a job of dating as it takes place in plain sight. Relational. The current generation has been influenced to believe that urgent is a need for interaction with the opposite sex. And and engaging in a dating relationship is considered most ideal. The express need for someone to keep company filling the void of loneliness causing many to believe the remedy is dating. However, this is a display of a broken family structure, family system, which causes the alienation of individual members. The insecurities manifest by way of exclusion having pushed the envelope on dating, making it a substitute expression. But what I want to present to you is something even more meaningful, something that will guide your life on a path that is less destructive. In starting a relationship, lust and infatuation can be debilitating to its success. In this relationship, the acceleration is exponential, but ultimately the relationship fails to endure through the test. Wisdom should be exercised in the relationship endeavors to safeguard both parties from earth. Relationships started outside of the principle of God will eventually lead to despair. If one believes one has the prerequisite maturity to engage in developing partnership for the future, it should be outlined that the interaction is either a giving relationship or a receiving relationship. The worldly participants will focus on the sensual nature to receive all that can be acquired in the shortest possible time. For this reason, people move towards a home run on the first encounter, which is outside the parameters on the covenant indicated by the originator. The correct principle of execution is to make a deposit with a consistency while building trust. A systemic approach to information extraction and divulgence is necessary for maturity. A desire to get is based on sensuality, but the spirit of God desires to give, which requires a spiritual connection. The main ingredients in the receipt of an exceptional relationship are God, the other, and you. At the process initiation in which a suitable partner is selected with whom to invest time, the stage of seeking is paramount. The search should begin with a godly conversation. This means that there should be purity in communication and the deportment should be the springboard of the relationship so as to avoid corruptible desires.
One should develop the prerequisite maturity to be able to consider not only themselves but also the needs of others. Responsibility need to be exercised when selecting a partner for the future. It would be unwise to conceive the idea of taking a stone and expecting it to be something else. The practice of instant gratification is not an accurate display of character as it indicates a lack of patience and the ability to exercise self-control. The spirit of discernment is necessary when contemplating such a course of action, and it is imperative that both parties possess a similar ideals in order to mitigate the future challenges and concerns. One fundamental recommendation to understand is that there is no one who knows the product better than the manufacturer. The product can only have a guarantee and a warranty if it is used in accordance with the manufacturer's specification and if the necessary maintenance protocols are enforced. In the same way, if this principle is observed and each individual becomes one with the maker, only the expected outcomes will be seen. Hence, love is fundamental. As we read in John 1 verses 4 through 8, He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. It is a reciprocity of the love that has been given by God that indicates where our relationship should lead. Any relationship that is engaged should be one that brings the individual closer to the Creator. If the relationship creates a break in the communion or a gap of differences, there needs to be an adjustment or discontinuation. Putting someone or something above the originator is idolatry. If you desire the company of a particular person more than you want the company of he who made you, that is a red flag. If you prefer a fancy house, a fancy car, and the material possession more than the creator, that is another red flag. If you are pompous, experiencing tunnel vision, and can only see yourself, that there is a red flag. If you lose control and become addicted to what pleasures your appetite, that there is another red flag. Once the red flags are observed, it is time for introspection, though sometimes it is more difficult to see what is in your own eyes. There is no other foundation on which to build but on the rock of all ages. Quick guide in engaging in a meaningful relationship that should lead to marriage. First, we have the general relationship in which this individual falls in the general pools of friends that you have. So you have this person in your pool as a friend, but you see something within this person and you indicate to them that, hey, we are friends. Very good. So while that friendship is developing, you may move it into the general exclusive relationship. So now that this person has been acknowledged as a friend in the general relationship, you put them in the general exclusive relationship in which there is a one-to-one -one interaction because you now indicate to them that you, you see them as a potential individual to be more than just a friend, someone who you believe that
that you could spend the rest of your life with. In this uh, category, what happens is that you'll be in communion with God to determine the revelation. And if the Lord leads to move the relationship further, then you may go into the exclusive relationship zone. The exclusive relationship zone, this is a zone when you are now exclusively giving attention to this individual engagement period. But in this stage, you still have to be careful. Then after you have reached into this stage in which you are now engaged, you may or may not move into marriage. But whether or not you move into marriage because you would have had a friendship foundation and your relationship would have been pure, then both individuals would make the rational decision as to what is next. The marriage is the next decision that would have to be made. And then after the marriage, that is where the work begins. A few notes that I want you to bear in mind while engaging in courting relationship is that the world's standards is of the flesh, but the standard of God is of the spirit. The flesh is carnal, but the spirit is of God. So things I want you to avoid are the lust of the eye, the pride of life, and idolatry. Those are three main things that I want you to avoid. For the simplified process of how to get into a relationship that is in alignment with the will of God is simply know your originator. You have to know God in order to please God. You have to understand yourself, who you are, whose you are, where you are derived from, and your purpose and focus. Once that is understood, then you can become one in love as you become whole. So when you are whole, then you can find another whole person. If you are a fraction, if you are broken, there's a high probability that you'll find someone who is a fraction who is broken as well. And then when the two comes together, it will not create the whole. It will be two halves coming together, so you still have half. Because half and half, if you want to divide the half by two, then you still end up with a half. Union is not a whole. Then you have to prayerfully seek after that which is required. So if you want a man of God, you have to pray for a man of God. You have to be the person that you are waiting upon. But sometimes we have to be very careful. Number five, very, very important. We must verify approval. Sometimes we see things that we like and we like what we see and we want what we see. So we just move at it. We accept it. And then we try to consecrate. That is not how it works in a relationship. Persons in a relationship, the relationship are going downhill, but they don't want to let go because they were the ones who claimed it, sanctified it and all this, but God didn't appoint it. So we have to wait for verification. If there's no verification, we let go. Number six, you have to allow your principles to take precedence. If your principles takes precedence, then feelings have no place. Number seven, unite and become one in spirit under God's authority, which is very important. You have to start with God and you have to end with God. With this template, there is no need to have complicated relationship. Invest in ventures that are aligned with your purpose. You can decide whether you want a simplified relationship or you want a complicated relationship. Do you want to date and have a lot of bodies behind you? Have a lot of dissatisfaction, being used, being abused, being rotated? Or do you want to engage in courtship in which you maintain your purity, your sanity, your virtue under the instructions of God? Will you serve? Will you serve man and date? Or will you serve God and wait? Today I submit to you, may God Lord of all, or inadvertently, you will choose for him not to be Lord at all. Until next time, signing out is Kareem Ainsley, loved by women, respected by men. Peace, love, respect.
respect. If you want to understand in more details about dating and courting, in order to enjoy the life you were created to embrace, kindly see the link in the description where you can procure a soft copy of Billionaire Single One. Your future self will thank you tremendously.